Hey guys, Luke here. In today's podcast, we're talking about iMessage arriving on the Nothing Phone 2. We're also having a look at the new Tadpole camera from Opal Cameras, which is a, a very impressive web camera. And there's been a really big update to Google Maps that now includes some sophisticated AI. So uh, let's jump in and we'll start with the iMessage arriving on the Nothing Phone 2. Good morning, guys. Luke here. So, iMessage, <laughs> love it or hate it, uh, it's definitely, in my opinion, the most popular messaging app. So, I'm an iPhone user. I have a couple of Android phones, which I also really enjoy, but uh, all of my family have iPhones and uh, I just love iMessage. It's so easy. I love the uh, interactions you can have by doing different emojis and, you know, responding just by long pressing. And I love the fact that it's so easy to send high quality video and uh, full resolution photos through iMessage. But uh, if your Android friends happen to message you with uh, a video or even a high quality photo, unfortunately, there's a bit of a disconnect there between RSC and iMessage and for whatever reason, you simply don't get the same high quality uh, images and photos on an iPhone. So that's been a long standing issue between Google and Apple. But uh, as of today, Nothing Chats has arrived on the Nothing phone looking to solve this issue. So this was announced via Twitter and uh, I'm reading an article here on Engadget, and it's just saying that Nothing Chats builds on the Sunbird messaging app, which is a unified messaging platform. Uh, it's been a closed beta for a long time. Uh, there's another one very similar, which I actually have access to as well, which is called Beeper. Beeper's quite good. It does the same thing. It allows you to use iMessage and all of your other messaging apps. And essentially, uh, What's happening is nothing has teamed up with Sunbird and as of, I think it's Friday, it comes out on Friday, you can sign up through this messaging app, Nothing Chats, and enter your iCloud account details and it will allow you to start communicating to your iPhone friends, sending those blue bubbles instead of green ones <laughs> and uh, you can start communicating in group chats and sending high quality videos and high quality photos to people on iPhones. Now, um, Mark has made a really great video about this and here's the thing. Yes, it works. And essentially when you sign up and log into this nothing chats, what you're really doing is you're signing in to a Mac mini somewhere in a server rack. <laughs> you're putting your personal details for your iCloud account into this random server or Mac mini or whatever it is sitting somewhere. And you're, you're kind of, there's a security risk. This is the big issue. So iMessage is obviously not officially supported on any, any other device except for iPhones. So whenever you enter that into the Sunbird, the Nothing Chat, the Beeper account, you're kind of, handing your credentials linked to your Apple profile to a third party. Now, 
they'll all tell you the same thing. They'll all say it's encrypted. It's end-to-end encrypted. Nobody gets your login details. Sunbird doesn't get them. Nothing doesn't get them. Beeper doesn't get them. But there is obviously a dilemma. So let's say, for example, you know, 12 months from now, uh, nothing starts selling a whole heap of Android phones. It, it increases in popularity. Uh, everybody starts flocking to nothing phones because they're the only Android manufacturer that has iMessage support out of the box and they become very, very popular. Well, what happens if they get hacked and they maybe they have a log of all the people that have iMessage set up uh, through nothing chats? It's a real thing and there is some red flags involved here. But in saying that, this has been available for a few now, few years now. So uh, Sunbird and Beeper both have had this capability for a few years. Um, I actually set up my own personal test account on Beeper and uh, I really just wanted to try it out. I just wanted to see if it does work as advertised and yes, it does. You can easily sign in to an Apple account and you can start using iMessage and it works seamlessly. I think the Beeper integration is a little bit further along than the Sunbird one. Uh, they have the ability to send reactions like thumbs up, thumbs down, um, smiley faces, etc. Uh, they have that already set up and working, whereas Sunbird doesn't quite have that yet. They're still uh, working on that. So, yes, it does work. Uh, it is easy. You essentially just sign in. Once you've signed in, it just starts working. And the thing to note is I, I set up a test account. I didn't give anyone my actual Apple account details. I didn't really feel comfortable doing that. And again, this is just, this is a personal matter, really. It's a conscious matter whether or not you want to do that. Carl Pay, he said in a, an interview, he said, there's no data saved on the platform. So users don't have to worry about their privacy. Yeah, I, I just don't know how true and accurate that really is because, yeah, there is obviously always a risk involved handing across your account details to someone who is not Apple. So, I'm curious, guys, is this something you would, is it a selling point? Like, would you go to an Android phone that supports iMessage out of the box? I don't know. I mean, it's definitely, a, it is a selling point for some people, like, uh, there's a lot of advantages to have Android over iPhone, but yeah, you just obviously you always just kind of lose that iMessage support, which is one of the things that keeps me glued to the Apple ecosystem is I just love iMessage. I love the app on my Mac. Uh, I love how easy it is to automatically fill in like pins and passwords and stuff using iMessage. It's, it's really, really cool. So I'm going to leave a poll on this podcast. Is this enough to sway you? or at least get you thinking about jumping ship to an Android device. I'd be curious to know. Okay, guys, let's talk about this brand new camera from Opal, which is the Tadpole. So uh, if you're not familiar, basically Opal is a company that was formed uh, by a number of like high-level execs and people that had worked for Apple and a number of other companies in the tech space. And they set out to essentially solve the issue of crappy web cameras 
Uh, and they did successfully do that. So they had backing from people like Casey Neistat. They had backing from people like Marquez. And they, yeah, created a very good quality webcam, which is the Opal C1. And whilst that's still a, a fantastic camera, uh, the problem is it is quite big and it's probably not ideal for people working on laptops. And the new camera that they've launched, which is the Tadpole, kind of sets out to, to solve the issue of having a high quality web camera that you can take with you. So uh, I've watched all the reviews and read all the various articles today. And uh, this is a really, really clever design. So it plugs in via USB type C. It has a small clip that goes onto your laptop screen. You can you know, essentially put it across your existing web camera and uh, it's it's all easy to set up. You just plug it in and it starts working. It does also come with some really good software that you can enhance the look and feel of the camera. You can zoom it in, you can get it to follow you around if you're moving across the web camera itself. And uh, it comes with a really good carrying case. So one of the things that a lot of other brands aren't really designed to do is to obviously travel. And I feel like Opal has put a lot of thought into their carry case because it's just so easy and convenient to just sit the camera in there, sit the end of the USB-C cable in there and just clamp it shut. It actually reminds me a little bit of the case from the Nothing headphones and the Nothing headphones kind of like this transparent look and it does look very similar to that. Now, uh, Although it's a very nice looking uh, webcam, there's some comparisons online between like the Dell included webcam and the MacBook Pro webcam. The MacBook Pro webcam, in my opinion, is probably the best webcam on any device right now. It's 1080p, it is very good quality. Uh, but looking at it in comparison to the Opal, I think the Opal actually is better. So if webcam quality is important to you, I think the Opal Tadpole is definitely one to check out. The other really cool thing uh, that I haven't seen any other brand do is on the actual USB-C like input into the laptop, you can tap on it and it will mute the webcam, which is really clever when you think about it. So if you're in a meeting uh, and you, I don't know, you have to turn around and speak to someone or you've got background noise or uh, there's just noise that you don't want people to hear. You can actually tap the connection, the USB-C connection on the laptop and it will mute the whole camera device itself, which is really, really cool. Now, the actual microphone quality seems really good. Uh, I personally think the MacBook uh, 3 microarray uh, is very good for a, a laptop uh, included microphone. Um, I obviously have like a, a proper microphone set up to record audio, but I was very impressed by the microphone quality coming out of the Opal Tadpole. So I watched a video from Max Tech and there's another really good one from Unbox Therapy where they just talk to the, the microphone and they have this uh, software feature that essentially blocks out all background noise. So let's say you're in a, a noisy cafe uh, or you've got kids running around or I don't know, you've got a tap running or something like that. There's some background noise happening. You can turn this piece of uh, software on and it will eradicate all of that background noise. And it does a very, very good job 
of blocking that out. It's kind of similar to the Pixel. So the Pixel's got clear calling and that will block out any background noise while you're on a call. It's very similar in how it works. It, it does a great job of reducing all of those background noises and just focuses on um, your voice as you speak to the camera. So uh, I was very impressed by this device. Uh, let's find out how much it is. I've just got it on the screen here. Okay, so it comes in at uh, $175. It comes in both white and black. It has a lens cover. And like I mentioned, you can get the yo-yo case, which is uh, kind of like a transparent clear case. Personally, I think I probably would opt in to get that. And it is connected via USB Type-C. So uh, much, much smaller than the original C1. And yeah, I, I actually really like the look and feel of it. I think it's very modern and sleek. And if you're looking for a, a great option for, for Zooms, for podcasts, for interviews, I think that this would be an excellent option for you. So that is the Opal uh, Tadpole camera. All right, guys, let's talk about our last topic on the list today, which is the Google Maps update. So as of the 13th of November, uh, Google has updated five core features of Google Maps. The first one is this new 3D immersive view. So it's kind of hard to explain, but if you imagine like looking down uh, almost like video game style and you can see the buildings and the cars and you can see uh, which way you're heading and it's it's kind of on like an immersive viewpoint street level view. It's I haven't seen them do this before. Um, I think it's a really smart way to see where you're heading and the way certain roads and buildings are set out. It looks really, really cool. I, I tried to see if I had this. I don't have it just yet. Typically, it rolls out slowly and uh, here in Australia, we tend to get things last, but um, it looks awesome. Like the screenshots I'm looking at, I'm currently looking on foxnews.com. If you want to go and check out the article, um, I'll link it in the show notes. So that's the first thing. Uh, and then Google's also leveraging AI to help you find things that are more relevant to your location. So let's say, for example, you're in a major city and you're visiting and you haven't been there before. Google Maps will try and show you things that it knows you have an interest in. So let's say you really like uh, Italian food. It's going to show you restaurants that suit your budget and that have bookings that are available. And it has like photos and reviews based on, you know, user submitted data. And you're going to be able to see all of that inside the search functionality for Google Maps. This third one for me personally is the biggest help. So, you know, when you're on a, like a five lane freeway and you're cruising along and you don't know which lane you need to be in to get to your destination, there's a couple of roads in one of the major cities here in Australia like this. And if you're not in the right lane and you can't get across, you essentially miss a turn, which makes it very frustrating and uh, can add 15 to 20 minutes to your trip. So, Google Maps now gives you more guidance and information to help you to know which lane you need to stay in. Uh, I feel like Apple Maps does a pretty good job of this actually at the moment, but Google is obviously seeing what Apple is doing and they're implementing that into their Maps navigation as well. And the 
Other feature here is EV charging. So EVs continually become more and more popular. Finding chargers can sometimes be difficult, but that is now integrated really neatly into the new update to Google Maps. So that's going to be a really big time saver. And there's also an AR feature. I personally can't see myself using this, but it just says the feature uses AI to recognize and label the object objects and places in your camera, such as ATMs, transit stations, restaurants, coffee shops, and stores. So you can also ask AI to tell you more about these places and how to get there, and it'll give you the best answers depending on what you want to know and where you are. So if you like AR, this will also be quite helpful. So I'm a big Google Maps user. I also really like it for um, looking at restaurants and looking at reviews and stuff like that. I, I tend to do that quite a bit. So yeah, any updates, uh, obviously welcome. Like I mentioned, the one for me is just making sure I'm in the right lane because it's very frustrating uh, when you're driving in a, a city you don't know or you're in a location you don't know and you're not sure which lane to be in. This will help you quickly and easily get into the right lane, which is going to be very helpful in city driving. All right, guys, that's it for today. Uh, I'm trying a slightly different format for the podcast at the moment. Um, hopefully you enjoy it and you get to see what we're talking about on each podcast before we kick it off. Um, but yeah, thanks again, guys. I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.